0: Tonight, we are going to witness the most anticipated
1: sports podcast
0: in the history of professional sports podcasting. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to rumble! Live from the eight one five. in the car so come on let ride to the liquor store on this episode of live from the
1: 815 podcast we have state of the union listener questions hypotheticals an interview with brandon para from that's good sports and now your host for live from the 815 colton and jake Hey, what's up, guys? It's episode seventy-five of Live from a and Five podcast. Uh, man, so me and Jake made a lot of money um, with our advertisers because our numbers are skyrocketing, and we spent it all on that announcer. Totally worth yeah, it. Yeah,
2: I want a refund. I want my money back. That was well, bullshit. Was,
1: yeah, we were we were a few bucks short on the um, emphasis boost. Like we were good about on like paying. Third? Yeah, we're good with like paying for all the words that he said, but it was a little extra for him to be excited about all of them. So ironically we were one word short about being excited. I'm Colton. This is Jake. Jake, what did you think of the new um of the new announcer?
2: I, I mean I'm pretty pissed. Why didn't we use the first word as the not excited one? Why would you hate for my name? That seems like blatant over. Well, no,
1: well, we were talking about that me and him and he said he he's like, "Hey, sorry guys, I need a little bit more money. I'm just going to uh write every single word down on a separate piece of paper and then draw them out of a hat." So Ah, uh, ah, uh,
2: happens, happens. Uh, did you talk to him about that in the bathroom about 45 seconds ago when you thought of that?
1: <laughs> I don't know what we are talking about. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh let's let's kick off the show. We do have uh our first YouTuber, which is which was pretty cool to talk to him, funny dude. Um Jake, what did you think of the interview?
2: It was fun. It was uh yeah, Broncos fan Brandon Perno from That's Good Sports. It was a great interview. You know, we're such good interviewers, we can make anyone good, but he made it easy.
1: We we honestly are. We are really good at this. Um,
2: we could interview Helen Keller for a podcast and make it interesting.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that would be interesting, because isn't she super dead?
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that's a good point. But uh, she's also deaf, so I don't know how we'd Skype her.
1: All right, anyway, let's kick it off with the State of the Union. Um, for those of you who are new... This is, this is just me and Jake just talking about our favorite teams, you know? Just, just guys being dudes loving their sports teams.
2: Classic. Right. right.
1: <laughs> all right. Um, basically, all I got for the Bears is with all the replacements needed for the uh, Pro Bowl, Mitch Trubinsky, Trubinsky Cody Whitehair, and uh, Jared Leno. Is it Jared Leno? What's his first name?
2: <laughs> it's I think it's Charles Leno. Isn't yeah, that it? makes more sense. <laughs> Jared Leto is the guy who played the Joker Yeah, really poorly in that one movie. So no, yeah, he didn't anyway. make. It.
1: They're all yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh Jared Leto did not make the Pro Bowl, but Charles Leno did. Uh 7th round pick from a while ago, like 2014 I think. So it's it's cool to see that. I think Bears have eight Pro Bowlers now. Uh, I think the most,
2: you know, the one under the most fire is Mitch. A lot of arguments on the internet that Mitch doesn't deserve it. Blah, blah, blah. You know, and, and it's the pro bowl people like how many quarterbacks had to sit out before Mitch was okay. I mean, there's probably like seven quarterbacks picked before him. Like he deserves to be in the top 10 of NFC quarterbacks. Like, come on, yeah. you put up numbers just cause you wouldn't, it's not about, you know, who you'd want playing in as quarterback. It's about numbers. And Mitch had a, good enough year <laughs> yeah
1: yeah. He, yeah he was you can argue anywhere from the five to seven range for nfc quarterbacks this season he had a few bad games he had a few really good games i don't know what you want me to tell me like here i am you know i i basically policed twitter all all year and since, i really
2: and, wish that buccaneers game just didn't happen though like i'm gonna be honest like that oh yeah. it, it was, like i was looking at the bear's schedule because when mitch got in i was like what happened this year and like People were really, really down on him, and then the six touchdown game happened. Yep. Like people were getting like, "Oh God," and then he went back to being the same, pretty much the same after the six touchdowns. But everyone's like, "But well, remember when he threw six touchdowns?" Yep. Oh, that game was huge for his career and that season for him.
1: Yeah, isn't that crazy? Like, if you take that out, if you take out his worst game and his best game and add two average games, it's mut. It it definitely scales more towards a bad season.
2: Yeah, absolutely, because six touchdowns, no interceptions is an insane game that shouldn't happen. So, yeah.
1: but, but now I can say uh, to all the haters who are motivators to a Pro Bowl quarterback, how about that?
2: There you go, Mitch Trubisky, Pro Bowler.
1: So is Jared Leto, so that's pretty cool.
2: <laughs> yeah, he was, he was pretty good in Suicide Squad.
1: Yeah, he won an Oscar a few years ago.
2: <laughs> there you go,
1: Yo. Oscar. And my mom thinks that he has a cute behind. Every time he, she says his name, she has to do the hand-butt-grab motion in the air.
2: Because she's a huge
1: pervert, you know.
2: How did that not come up when we immediate, immediately when we started talking about Jared Leto? That's the hard-hitting facts we need to know.
1: Because I've heard it so much that I'm just numb to it now. So now in my head, I do the hand-grabbing motion, but out, but out loud I don't.
2: Smart, smart. Because people probably think you're weird if you start doing that every time you talk about him. Uh, Packers have absolutely no news. We're just trying to fill out our coaching staff. There's a bunch of bullshit names. I don't want to talk about offensive line coaches getting hired, blah, blah, blah. Who cares? Nobody cares about these coaches like the second the season starts. Who's, pop quiz, who's the Bears offensive coordinator?
1: Uh, oh, it's Helfrich from Oregon.
2: Yeah, well, it took you a small, I mean, like, do you care though? If you were to leave, would you, would you be mad at all? Like someone hired him right now.
1: No, be- because like that's I mean like if it's I guess it's different because Nagy has the offensive off- control.
2: That's what I mean. Like with the Packers, we have Lafleur. We hire an offensive coordinator. Who cares? You know, like if you have an offensive-minded coach, your offensive coordinator is just kind of a guy helping communication with the team. So true. These are such minor hires. I don't care. Packers end up with the 30th pick next year uh, because of the Saints' loss. So uh, that's go. nice. I was expecting them to get lower than that somehow.
1: <laughs> Heck yeah!
2: Uh, you want to talk about the Bucks? They're really good.
1: Bucks are still awesome, man. Uh, checking the standings right now, the Milwaukee gotcha. Bucks of the National Basketball League are first place. Heck yeah, dude! Check it, freaking out.
2: Yep, yep. Uh, fun fact: If the Bucks were to go eight and twenty-eight to finish the season. They would tie Jason Kidd's best record ever as a head coach.
1: Yeah, Budenholzer's definitely. Is there anybody that's like even close to him right now for like Coach of the Year?
2: I not that I can not off the top of my head. I'd say the Nets coach because they're over five hundred. Yeah, they're a six seed right now. I think I heard eighty percent of their payroll is going to guys not playing for them. So that's like super fucking impressive.
1: Yeah, you can give it to uh, uh, what's his name, Dwayne Casey in Toronto. You can give it to the Denver coach, which I don't think anyone's ever going to know. But, like, they're both worse than the Bucks right now.
2: You yeah, know? So. exactly. And the Bucks have made the biggest turnaround in the league.
1: So, so. It's, it's pretty cool to see. Um, hey, for oh, our,
2: Nick, Nick hey, Nurse hey. is the Raptors coach. Because uh, oh, that yeah, one Cases, guy.
1: Case is in Detroit. Yeah,
2: yeah, Cases which Cases is interesting. Um, one year fired immediately.
1: Uh, quick, quick shout out to Austin Hartsfield. Um, the Mavericks stink, and Luca put up a triple double. Big whoop, doing the jack. Yeah, motion. ten, ten, and ten. Like wow, so exciting, <laughs> man! That's so much fun to watch. Ten, to, hey, yeah, he's 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 the next big talent of the NBA. Sick, dude, awesome.
2: I like that the Mavericks brought up Costas though for that game. They brought him out of the G League and just let him sit on the bench with and meet up with Giannis for yeah. that. That's actually really cool that they did that. So put
1: him in for a, a minute.
2: still, dope. So.
1: Put him in for he he should have started that game and then just took him out
2: immediately. <laughs> yeah, why not? Like who okay, cares? You, like, you drafted Costas just to like maybe tempt Giannis to go there. You had he's Kostas looks so bad at basketball. Like Yeah, he but is, like
1: so did Giannis. Giannis looked like my my coffee table right now with a jersey. That,
2: that that's a really good point.
1: For those of you who don't know, I have a really skinny
2: <laughs> coffee table. <laughs> that's a real inside joke for everyone. That and was, the, <laughs> That's the worst comparison I've ever heard in my life <laughs>
1: cause, cause Jake, do you even know what, what my coffee table no, looks I like? No, I had no idea what your coffee table looks like
2: that was so random. <laughs> I'm
1: picturing, I'm sitting at it right now So in my head I'm like, "Oh, dude, they're gonna love this joke Cause it's, it's skinny and I'm looking at it But no one else can see cause I'm a big fucking
2: idiot He was as skinny as what I have in my hand Right, <laughs> listeners? <laughs> <laughs> You're
1: so stupid Jake, oh that was so stupid. Oh,
2: I had a God. toothpick in my hand for people wondering. Ugh. Real thing to have right next to me.
1: <laughs> Fuck me. Okay.
2: Um, uh, okay, hold on. I got other Bucks news before we move on. Christian Wood, I'm sure you guys remember him. He's was the summer league superstar. We keep sending him down to the G League. Um, a couple days ago, we tweeted out, "Talked to Coach Bud before he sent me down." He told me to stay focused. My time is going to come, so I'm going to kill everyone until then. And he finished with 34 points, 23 rebounds, and three blocks in 26 minutes for the Herd. He is absolutely – he's hes going to kill everyone in the Go G League. Mur-
1: Murder. Go Herd. Go Herd, baby. Murder but, the uh, Herd. The Herding murderers. Oh,
2: I man. don't know how Christian Wood isn't getting more time. In his uh, time with the Bucks this year – Per 36 minutes, he's averaging 24, 15 rebounds and shooting 50% from three. So, this he's unbelievable. I don't know why he's not playing. Maybe he's so bad on defense. I haven't, seen, I haven't really seen him play much because he's only played in like five games, but still.
1: Also, um, next game is against the Hornets on Friday. I feel like every time I check in on the schedule, every single time, it's the Hornets. How many times do we play them a year?
2: <laughs> a 31.
1: Wow, that's crazy. (laughs) I'm surprised I didn't know that, but whatever.
2: (laughs) Yeah, you didn't hear about that they're going to change it? Do we want to pretend that we're Bulls fans still, or should we just throw that in listener questions? Yeah, just throw that
1: in listener questions because our only Bulls connection is now dead.
2: Yep, R.I.P. Sam.
1: R.I.P. You will be missed, sir. Derek Rose sucks. Derek Rose does suck. Like, this is now... I think we're an anti derek Rose podcast.
2: I love it. I'm so happy to be an anti derek Rose
1: podcast. <laughs> wow, that stinks. After all the hard work to make a whole, <laughs> a whole theme song for the segment, we're just totally against him after one death.
2: <laughs> Watch us lose, like, all of our listeners. They were all avid Derrick Rose. <laughs> it was all
1: Derek Rose's family. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. All right, um... I guess we can uh, kick it over to our interview with Brandon Perna from That's Good Sports. Uh, hey Jake, great job interviewing him. Good job. Hey, you too Colton. All right. Here it is. Pew. We now welcome on a very special guest, our first YouTuber on the show, Brandon Perna from That's Good Sports. Let's hear it.
3: Woo! <laughs> Woo! Wow. Yeah, first YouTuber, huh?
1: Yeah, you are the very first one, so you are officially the most popular YouTuber and the least popular YouTuber that we've had on so far. So how are you doing today?
3: Uh, good. As long as nobody breaks either of those records for me, um, I I will, I will be happy. <laughs>
1: I I promise that you will go down in in the life in the a 15 uh, record books, and I will make sure of that. I promise. <laughs> All right, so. Um, First question, very important sports question. What are your thoughts on uh, Trump's foreign policy? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, wow. <laughs> Can you imagine if that's how I started the interview? <laughs>
3: Weird, weirdly, I was prepared for that.
1: So. <laughs> I've been doing uh, a lot of research for this exact uh, time and time and space. <laughs> All right, but um, I guess my first question is, me and Jake always talk about it. Uh, it seems like a lot of work, but a lot of, a lot of, like, more fun and like cool work so how cool is it to be a youtuber?
3: Uh, I don't know if it's cool but it's definitely a lot of work. Um, probably more work than I think most people realize but the the part of it you know that makes it worth it I'm my own boss so nobody's telling me what to do or what not to do. Obviously, I could probably use some, some guidance and what not to do sometimes, but uh, having that sort of freedom to kind of have a, a creative outlet without any sort of limitations, I think is what I enjoy the most about, you know, making stupid videos about the NFL every day. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, it's, it's cool because your, your, your job is actually to make a lot of, like, penis jokes, which is great.
3: Right. You know, it's it's in the, the contract that I, I wrote for myself. Yeah. So
1: Yeah, how long did it take to um to actually like get the wording just right in that contract for yourself?
3: Uh, I spent more time on that than I do any of my videos. Sure. So Of course. <laughs> you know, because a contract, like you, you can't get out of it. So I had to make sure I had all of the bullet points.
1: That is very, very um responsible of you, I guess.
3: Yeah. You know, I'm an adult. Your own contract. Um, what, so, bounce off that, what's the coolest
2: experience you've gotten because of your channel, whether it be meeting someone famous or just something on Twitter? What's the coolest thing that's happened?
3: Um, Super Bowl 50. So, I was able to go to Super Bowl 50 with uh, one of the local like Denver uh, media members and help him with some of his videos for his job and also make content for myself. So I'm a Broncos fan, so I got to meet some of the, you know, the Broncos players and be in that whole sort of like media circus, which I'd never been a part of. So that was probably, you know, the coolest thing. And I've got to shoot some stuff with, you know, players uh, in different things, but uh, I haven't been able to do either of those things for a while so i don't know if they all hate me now or if the broncos told them not to talk to me ever again or, or what
1: um so you've been doing it for a while when is, when did you realize that you could quit your day job and and uh start, start doing this full time
3: um that's a good question i didn't there was never like a time where i was able to say oh yeah this is this is good enough now I can I can switch. I was kind of forced to just focus all my energy into it because uh, I started the channel when I lived in Los Angeles and uh, out there I was a freelance video editor. So because of that I was kind of able to you know make my own schedule and, and put time into doing the YouTube thing as like a side gig but my wife got a job offer here in Denver so we moved back, well I'm from here, so we moved back here And I lost all my freelance work in LA and being in my parents' basement while we saved money to buy a house, I was like, well, I guess I can just focus on YouTube now. So it was like, forced me to do it and it turned out to be a good thing because I had the time to turn it into something that I never really thought it could be. All right. Uh, So switching to football, uh, as you mentioned, you were a... a,
2: uh diehard Denver Broncos fan. My first very important question is, whose mom would you rather have, Von Miller or Kevin Durant's mom, who I've heard won
3: an NBA MVP? Uh, who like, who would I rather have? As your, your mom? mom. As my mom. Oh, so I have to murder my mom and get a new one.
1: We didn't say oh. murder. You did, but let's, oh, that's just, so, let's just roll God. with it. That's fine. <laughs>
3: Wow, let's see here.
0: <laughs>
3: I think I'm going to go with... I Man, this this is tough. I think I'm going to go with Kevin Durant's mom. Only because uh, if Vaughn Miller's mom was my mom and she tried to get me traded to Dallas, I don't think I could f- forgive her for that. That's true. Yeah, And, and she, she has, has no MVP, so that's, that's a good choice. Right. <laughs>
1: um, so you have expressed your, um, I guess we can call it, displeasure with uh, Tom Brady over the years. If you, were, if you were stuck in an elevator with Tom Brady for an hour, what would you guys talk about?
3: Oh, wow. Probably fashion, I guess.
1: <laughs> you, um,
3: you give off that vibe. Because if I, if I try to talk to him about football, I think I'm just going to get worked up. Um, maybe Maybe we could talk about... This what? podcast, maybe. What Gronk? Yeah, what Gronk <laughs> is like, you know, like what Gronk, who Gronk is outside. Like, is, is Gronk secretly intelligent, and we just we're not getting to see that side of him? Or maybe I'd ask him if he actually hates Bill Belichick. Maybe that's where I would go.
1: So you wouldn't say I'm- a single word about how he's washed up and, and how and how you've you've hated him for years.
3: Maybe like no. on the way out. Because you know, as much uh, shit as I've talked about him, uh, he is, he is six foot four and arguably shit. a lot stronger than me. In a confined space, I'm not confident in my own physical abilities to protect <laughs> myself if I insult him in a way where he feels he needs to attack me.
1: Would that be a cool story? Like, hey, what happened to your eye? Oh, Tom Brady gave me a right hook. He you out of
3: elevator. <laughs> uh, I, I, yeah, I feel like that would be. I feel like that would be bad for me.
1: True, true. <laughs> yeah, you probably wouldn't get invited back to any more uh, uh Super Bowl coverage then after that.
3: Yeah, I mean, I haven't anyway, so I don't know. <laughs> if That would affect it. anything, but it, it could. I think the physical pain I could handle, but the emotional and mental suffering that would occur post being beat up by Tom Brady might break. It might break me. <laughs>
0: That's a great point. Um, going off
2: Tom Brady, what's more inspiring in your opinion, him being able to lead his team to a victory with zero touchdowns and a red zone interception, or the 16th chapel? Both are said to be inspired by God. So <laughs> <laughs> i,
3: I got to go with the 16th chapel. You know, like any time I can say something other than his, his performance is better, I, I'm going with that.
1: Um, so, as a Broncos fan, um, are you excited for for Vic Fangio? Because I am a Bears fan, that was that was one tough loss to actually lose him. So, what are your thoughts on uh, him coming in?
3: Uh, yeah, I think I think most Broncos fans are actually pretty optimistic about uh, Fangio coming in. I think as a team who you know won a Super Bowl because of their defense, uh, we've got a, a an appreciation. For that style of football, Uh, losing Wade Phillips for us uh, hurt. um, Even though that was John Elway's decision, like everybody here loved Wade, loved the way he ran the defense. And the one thing that really sort of tapered off when Vance Joseph came in, even though he was a defensive guy, was the the Broncos' sort of dominant sort of play on that side of the ball. So I'm excited about it. With any head coach, though, like. You never know. You never know if they're going to be good or not, but he's got a ton of experience in the league. His players seem to really like him, and I think those are two sort of key things that hopefully will carry us out of not being in the playoffs every year. Okay, so you get the choice here of the Broncos
2: quarterback next year, and I'm giving you two Super Bowl winners, Nick Foles or Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco. And you have to choose who's starting for the Broncos next year. I also like to say before you answer, they have both won Super Bowls, and not many people mention that. So, uh, which Super Bowl winner is going to take over for the
3: Broncos? Right. Uh, I I'm going Nick Foles. Um, I think he's a better quarterback than Joe Flacco. He's also what? Nick Foles like 29. So. If he if he proves to be good somewhere else other than you know Philadelphia you've got more time with him. Also, he's got a better nickname than Joe Flacco. Uh, Joe Flacco's greatest strength at this point is he really converted himself from being an average-looking man to being very attractive, which I respect. But uh, I'm going to go with Nick Foles.
2: I like to point, point out he was pretty ugly, pretty ugly when he came in. He had a unibrow,
3: Flacco did. Yeah, he did. Like, yeah, I think like last year he was voted as like the most handsome quarterback in the NFL. I don't know who ran that poll, but I'm pretty sure I read that somewhere. I
1: think it was Joe Flacco ran that poll.
3: <laughs>
1: Smart poll. Um. So uh, looking forward to the Super Bowl. Uh, my I grew up in a a, a Dolphins household, um, and my dad has told me that. He has found more pleasure seeing Tom Brady get his get his heart broken than actually watching his team win. I think that's because of the uh, uh, lack of success. But do you find that much pleasure in seeing Tom Brady lose? And what do you and what are your thoughts on his chances this year?
3: Um, I find almost that amount of pleasure. Uh, I still, I still find more pleasure in watching you know the Broncos win. Um, but second to that. You know, if I'm watching a football game and it's the Patriots, I find great joy in seeing them lose. So I think your dad and I might have some sort of connected, kindred spirit there, and we would get along very well. Uh, and I think the Patriots will probably win this Super Bowl. I mean, anytime they're in it, you, you can say they'll probably win, and you'll probably be right, because they always play their best football in the postseason, and... Uh, I just I want to bet against them. I want to believe they can lose, but anytime I do that, I feel like I'm wrong and I have my heart ripped out of my chest. <laughs> All right, um, going here some more people got their
2: hearts ripped out of their chest and they're not feeling too good about it. I've heard why it's ridiculous that Saints and Rams should replay the last minute 50 seconds of that game. I want you to tell me why Goodell's a pussy, and they should just replay the the last two minutes.
3: (laughs) Sounds like you already got the... you gave me the answer there. (laughs) Yeah, I want you to tell me that. I'm helping you Uh, out. I'm actually... I was trying to work on uh, an episode for that. Um, I think, like, uh, I mean... If if Goodell didn't do it for for Deflate Gate, I don't think he's going to do it for this because uh, that seemed like a just as big of a, a scandal at the time, where you could argue cheating was involved. Um, question like the logistics of how you go about doing that because we've never seen it happen. Like when did they play this game? Is it a Thursday night sort of thing? And then the winner. Of This game ultimately is put at a, a disadvantage for game planning, you know for the Super Bowl And you know bill Belichick's probably already got game plans for both of these teams. So I don't know if I actually want them to Replay this and I think it opens like a weird Pandora's box of Like if they do this once How many times are they gonna do this? You know again?
2: That's, those are all very reasonable points, but how much fun would it be for them to rile up the two teams and have them play two minutes of football? And if, it, if, if there's a rule, when is it ever going to come into play other than pissing off the ten thousand Rams fans in total? You know,
3: this is the most, this is the safest time to use it. That's that's a really good point. Like the amount of backlash if the Rams lose would be, you know, minimal. You could argue maybe the Chargers would be safer in that situation, but uh, I think if they did replay those two minutes, it would be the highest-rated NFL event of all time. So they could make a ton of money. Roger Goodell could make a ton of money doing that, I guess.
1: Maybe they could do it as like a pregame to the to the Pro Bowl, and then losing teams' players can play in that Pro
3: Bowl. Now that would that's interesting. They could. They they should take the most controversial game of the season, maybe, and just replay that for the for the Pro Bowl. <laughs> that would be genius. I, I would watch that a hundred times before the Pro
2: Bowl. Yeah, nobody's so, watching the Pro Bowl. No. Uh, Colton, being a Bears fan, I also want to know: Would you rather lose because of the refs or because of your kicker? Ah, uh, the kicker. <laughs> I hate Cody Parkey
1: so much. I hate him. I don't I don't even know that many refs' names, but I, I'm going to remember Cody Parkey's name in the back of my brain until I die.
3: Yeah, I mean... That wasn't a question. Least, like, I,
1: just, I just wanted to tell you that as, as friends. I just needed
3: to vent my hate <laughs> for, for a man who yeah. just didn't do his job correctly.
1: I have a really sad life, so I'm, I'm going to blame anybody for any, any sort of sadness that they bring towards my life.
3: Well, that's what sports are for. Exactly. To take all of the your shortcomings and blame them on other people.
1: Exactly. And you project them <laughs> onto my team. It's,
2: it's, it's a lovely, lovely cycle.
1: <laughs> so, you talked about it earlier with um with uh, getting your your um episode ready. How how hard is it to actually write an episode and write all those jokes that fast? Uh,
3: very hard. Next question, please. <laughs>
1: okay.
3: <laughs> um no, yeah, it takes it depends on it depends on the episode. Um Like this, this one will be shorter, so it won't be as tough, and there's a lot of material to work with already. Just like I read, uh, like some of the the claims and the lawsuits that uh, are getting filed, and it's like emotional trauma from the event, loss of faith in the NFL, loss of enjoyment of life. It's like I don't even really have to write too many jokes, I'm just going to read why they're they're suing the nfl so it's sometimes material just presents itself and uh other times like you feel like you're saying the same joke you know over the course of an nfl seasons like how many different ways can i really make fun of tom brady like i've i've done it for five years now uh you know i think really you just start to feel like all of your jokes are shit. so it's That's an issue, but I, I hired a guy, Will Keyes, to help me write this season, and that's made a, a big difference, but writing's usually the most time-consuming part of the process. And some people would argue that when they watch my videos, it doesn't even seem like I write anything, because it's very subpar. <laughs> <laughs> well, I watch your videos, and uh, you, you write hundreds of jokes a week. It's actually insane. I couldn't imagine doing that. Thank you. I appreciate that. I noticed that, too, but I feel like uh, the internet doesn't. They don't appreciate that.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I feel like you're, you're really doing it more for yourself and, and for Jake. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Exactly.
1: Yeah. So since since you guys have both uh, realized that, I feel like I feel like that's pretty um, that's like a good amount of of uh, satisfaction to your
3: job. Yeah. If I can make Jake feel good, then at the end of the day, I sleep well. You know. (laughs) Well, that feels really good.
2: That feels
3: really good. Um, I don't have any more questions. I have a couple more uh, Tom Brady
2: jokes. Questions asked, but that's about it. You have any quick? Colton?
1: Um, I just have a, I just have a quick question. What's your favorite Super Bowl prop bet?
3: Oh, I, I was just looking at some of those. Um, every year, I the you know the length of the the national anthem. I think is always like a household favorite. Uh, this year with Maroon Five, they have like. Guessing which Maroon Five songs are going to be playing, and since I don't know any Maroon Five songs, I oh, think that's maybe yes the worst you one.
1: Yes, <laughs> do. Yes, you do. They they dominated the uh, the uh, mid two thousands. You know, you know Maroon Five. I don't. I couldn't tell you the title of any of them. Oh man, I I actually saw Maroon Five in concert last year, and I didn't realize I knew thirty like different <laughs> different Maroon Five songs. It was insane. <laughs> that
3: might be the the secret. There is like people think they know Maroon Five songs, but really there's. Twice as many songs out there that you don't even know are Maroon Five songs.
1: Exactly. You're like, oh, oh, this is them, and then you know every single word. Like, I didn't know they sang Hotel California. <laughs> yeah, crazy, huh? <laughs> hey Jude by, by Maroon Five was number one. That's crazy. <laughs> well, that's all I got for you, Brandon. Um, do you have questions for us? People never do, so don't, so don't feel bad. Uh, I
3: mean, I left. I prepared questions for you guys. Okay. But- I
1: left it downstairs. Oh and no! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. That's way too many stairs.
3: Uh, every time we have an interview. So. Are Are you both Bears fans?
1: No, Jake's a Packers fan. Oh, so you got are
3: like your rivals.
1: Yeah, we actually fist fight uh, twice a year. Over Skype. Skype. Oh yeah, yeah, over Skype. So
3: besides, you know, you, you're up like the Packers to you and the the Bears to you. Which team uh is the greatest is your greatest enemy in the
1: NFL? Oh man, I think I was born to hate the Patriots. Like like I said, I grew up in a, a Dolphins house and gotcha. and my dad actually quoted The Office uh but he's never seen The Office, so he did the whole if I had if I'd been Laden and Hitler, I would shoot Tom Brady twice. <laughs> so that's that's the kind of love that I grew up around.
3: That's amazing. <laughs>
2: Yeah, for me it's, it's just the Bears, just the bears all, all the time, but then it's the Seahawks kind of ruined my whole, like, like, run. And, you know, yeah. I have a lot of grudges, but nothing deep down
3: like Colton's hate of Tom Brady. Yeah, he's having young age. Okay, that's all the questions I have, then.
1: Well, Brandon, thank you so much for joining us. Um, catch Brandon Perna on That's Good Sports, and he's he's going to blow up and own the sporting world one day starting with live from the 815 appearance right now. Brandon, thank you for joining us.
3: Thank you for helping me uh, on my path to owning the sports world.
1: Hey, no problem. That's why we're here. All right, see you guys. All right, Brandon.
2: Take it easy. Nice. Whoop. <laughs> wow, what an interview. Okay, yeah, that was awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of a bitch to find, like, sounds. So I'm just going to start making it myself oh
2: uh, if you edited that perfectly that's pretty sweet thanks dude
1: yeah <laughs> no yeah, yeah brand it was cool um i asked him the same question like three different times it was basically like, how hard is it writing an episode what an idiot he was great like yeah yeah he was funny we asked him some weird-ass questions and uh yeah he was a good guy
2: Colton kept asking him because Colton secretly has wanted to be a YouTuber his whole life. Oh so my he's just, God! Just tell me, tell him what to do, Brandon. Damn it! I just wanted to tell be you one I... so bad. I'm,
1: yeah, I have. I do have tapes that I don't want anyone to find right now. Jake, don't say. it. If you say, it, I'll edit it out. So fuck you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Middle school Colton was. He thought he
2: was a YouTube star, a star. Yeah, I tell you. you had, yeah, and you had the name to uh, match. Beep! This is great. so much easier than editing this it. This is up. the best YouTube name ever. <laughs> oh, wow. What a, this is a really good
1: episode so far. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, right. so on topic. All right. Um, Jake, should we go into listener questions? Absolutely. First listener question is from at brewerfan224262822222. 2, 2, 2, 2. Hey, guys. Um, the brewers announced today. Or on Tuesday, for those of you listening at home, because I know that Colton and Jake record this the day before, and they release it a day after on Wednesday. But they record on you Tuesday. You don't have to
2: explain that, listeners. Thank you. Just yeah. get to your questions, please. <laughs>
1: um, what, are your, what are your guys' thoughts on American Family Insurance taking over uh, the naming rights for the Brewer Stadium, and it's no longer going to be called Miller Park? Jake, go ahead.
2: Uh, well, we talked about this. This is huge news, really. But I then looked it up, and it's happening in 2021. So if my math is correct, we're going to have to stop calling it Miller Park in roughly 13 years. So honestly, I don't even, like, I know it's, this was such a good name for a park, I don't think it'll ever be called anything but Miller Park. And this was a terrible investment (laughs) by that company. So
1: for four Miller do you Park, th- like Four Miller,
2: <clears throat> no, no, for uh, American family insurance or whatever, because no one's going to call it that they're yeah. going to call it Miller Park. So you're really not getting what you're paying for.
1: I mean, a little uh, a peek behind the curtain here. For those you don't know at home, I was a sports marketing major. I know a little bit of facts behind stuff like this, and uh, I'm still without a job. So brewers, if you want me to come in and like negotiate some deals, uh, I'm, a, I'm a huge fan of, of the organization.
2: I always have. Yeah, them. you always talk nothing but good stuff <laughs> about the
1: Brewers. <laughs> but yeah, no, so, so basically, like, what it came down to probably was, was Miller realized that they're Miller. And, like, they don't need to keep – because it's so much money to name a stadium. And yeah. so the Brewers realized that they needed a Milwaukee-based company. American Family Insurance is, like, probably the most rich, most famous one. So they went with that. And, and here's my thought is that baseball is on the downturn. They keep losing more and more money. And people are going to get numb to seeing jersey patches in basketball. So, once baseball needs more money, they're going to start selling jersey patches, which is a better investment um, marketing wise than a stadium because once jersey sales start, it's just free advertising every time that's worn. So, Miller, that's a a good idea. Miller looks more, I, I would say, is probably looking forward to more of a jersey patch in the future than to keep the naming rights.
2: And they literally have the same color scheme as the Brewers. Yeah. Miller. Like you could fit that so easily. You would think it's a logo for the Brewers. Like, so yeah, I think that's actually, you know, stay woke on that one. People. Yeah. Colt, Figure and get into the bottom of things.
1: Yeah. I'm smart, but but yeah, I mean, who knows? I feel like all it takes, like everybody like here in Milwaukee, everybody was kind of against the Pfizer forum. And now I've, and now it's just like, Oh, you go into Pfizer to see the show. It's, It's whatever. Yeah,
2: U.S. Cellular is the – it's so easy to equate to when they changed from Comiskey to U.S. Cellular and everyone was freaking out. And then we started calling it The Cell. And it was like, oh, The Cell. That's actually kind of cool. The Cell. And The Cell stuck with me. I still struggle to call it Guaranteed Rate Field, but I'm sure I'll get there and call it G-Rate and be fine with it. I mean, it's not that hard to come up with a nickname for your stadium. There's only going to be like three – unnamed stadiums and it's just the teams that can afford it it's gonna be Wrigley Fenway and like Yankee Stadium even no. though is Yankee Stadium named or no no,
1: no way no I don't way. I
2: mean it's that's such a boring name that I could see it being like Yankee State you know you could change it to American family Insurance Stadium and nobody would ever call it that they'd just call it Yankee Stadium forever
1: yeah but that's so. but that's something um I had I had a class in school that we had People come in from from Milwaukee and like Wisconsin sports teams, and we had a guy come in from the Packers, and I raised my hand and I was like, "Do you ever think that the Packers will name their stadium like Lambeau Field at um, Johnsonville yeah. Stadium?" Because Denver, yeah, because um, because the Broncos had Mile High Mile High Arena or Stadium, Mile, yeah. high, mile high Field at Sports Authority Stadium, something yeah. like. So I, I asked him, and then he was like, oh, no. Can you imagine the backlash that Johnsonville would get and the Packers would get that you're changing Lambeau Field because that's like, that's like hallowed ground for fans? So I think Yankee Stadium, uh, Fenway, and Wrigley are like the same kinds of like hallowed just, grounds for that, for, for that yeah, fandom.
2: I agree, but I think Yankee Stadium is the outlier in those three because, I mean, Lambeau, Fenway, and Wrigley, those are three names. I mean, how many dogs are named that? Yeah. How many dogs are named Yankee Stadium? none probably <laughs> hey, so, this is my this is my daughter Yankee
1: Stadium <laughs>
2: Exactly. What? you know how many sons that are named Wrigley <laughs> I bet there's hundreds of thousands of dogs named Wrigley
1: I've wanted to name my son Wrigley forever and I've never gotten a that's a good name I've gotten a that's a dog's
2: name you idiot like, yeah right, I dude because I feel like a lot of I wonder how many kids are gonna be wait what year did the Cubs when 2016 2016 how many kids born in 2017 are named Wrigley you know? Yeah,
1: I'm sure there's a lot more, like, Anthony's and Chris's and John. Well, wow, they're all actually, like, original names now that I'm thinking of. It. They're all, like, just super <laughs> boring names. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jason. Um, Javier. Javier, but, like, that's...
2: Addison. Oh, that's a mistake. Addison.
1: Yeah, yeah like, Addison and Clark. I want to have twins. I named... you read
2: that immediately because Addison Russell is what I was thinking. <laughs> I, that's
1: called diversion
2: (laughs) that's that's a good one addison and clark baby addison
1: and clark um yeah dude i don't know kyle wow what a bunch of ordinary names
2: yeah the the cubs oh you're telling me the cubs have a bunch of normal white guy names color me shocked color me shocked what a great phrase jake great job thanks all right we need more listener questions oh boy
1: we have more and the fans are wanting them here we go next one is from at roger goodell hey guys love the show you guys already know uh i i ain't no hoe and i gotta go damn that was it okay anyway and then he he started a thread next one hey guys uh was this the best championship weekend uh ever jake go
2: I don't know. I mean, I feel like every year we hear at least once, this is the best game in the history of time. Like, this is the best game ever. So I'm kind of numb to it. I think the word instant classic comes to mind, you know.
3: They'll be showing that
2: on the NFL Network in 20 years, you know. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was sweet. Unfortunate that both came down to flags. Yeah, that sucks. D. Ford. Oh,
1: my God, D. Ford. That Uh, that guy should be – the Steve Bartman. Like, obviously, people know his name now, but in three years, I don't think anyone outside of like diehard Chiefs fans or Patriots fans are going to remember that name. You're going to be like, uh, it's something Ford. You know what I mean? You know,
2: he's probably going to get a, I think he's going to get a big, he's a pretty good player now. I think he might get a big contract this offseason. So I think people will forget that he did that. Like, oh, that was D Ford who did that? Because he's young and a good pass rusher. So, because,
1: well, like, like, on the play, they didn't like talk about it that much. It was just like, because oh, it, was it was
2: so. They they threw the flag late, which it's an offside. He lined up offsides. How can you possibly throw that flag late? Like, you're looking at him. You see his offsides. As soon as you see it snapped, you throw the flag, right? It seemed late. Uh, Romo was confused. Everyone was confused because the tip pass. Oh, man, I wanted the Chiefs to win that game so fucking bad. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Would, I was jumping up and down. Like, it basically felt like if the Packers were playing. Not quite because I wasn't nervous but I, the excitement level I got to was about where I get when the Packers are in the playoffs. It stinks.
1: Cause there was a UWM alum on the chiefs. There is soon to be best friend of this podcast on the saints. Um, Dan dropped a big, a big
2: Dan Arnold first drive of the game. He's that guy. Yes. If you don't know who Dan Arnold is, he's the guy in the first drive who didn't make the miraculous catch in the end zone. Um, his mom taught me chemistry. He's a great. That's guy. all you ever say about him. <laughs> I will say that every time we talk about him. His mom was an awesome chemistry teacher. He deserves to be an elite receiver in the NFL. It was so, it
1: was crazy athletic to even get his hands on it, and it sucks that he got both hands on it because that's when everyone's like, "It would have been a great catch, but you, have, but you're you're an NFL receiver, you have to." Yeah, if he on doesn't
2: it. get his hands on it, they're like, "Oh, Drew Brees kind of threw it in a double coverage there." You know what I mean? He yeah. was like smothered so I don't know it It would have been it would have been absolutely amazing if he made that catch
1: it did stink there was a second Dan Arnold play where it was a a Taysom Hill quarterback play and then Drew Brees was like out on the left and uh Dan Arnold was to his right and Dan missed a motion call and Drew Brees had to go over there and push him himself and it looked like (laughs) a frustrated dad at like a fifth grade basketball game where you're like and we practice free throws for hours at night, and you keep missing free throws. But he was just yeah. like, get out of my face.
2: I, I felt so bad for Dan. Like, he was yelling at him on the field. You know, really, really felt bad for Dan there. But, and but, that, but that probably led to the reason that random number 45 caught a touchdown for the yeah. Saints. First catch of the year, that was Dan's touchdown. That and was, you know it, Sean Payton. Sean
1: Payton and Drew Brees, we know you're listening. Roger Goodell, thank you for tweeting us. Oh, also
2: every week with Roger Goodell. It's every week with that man,
1: (laughs) that guy. Uh, (laughs) And also, I guess we could just uh, touch on it. Was that the worst non-call in the history
2: of of the NFL for the Saints game? I mean, it was brutal. I, I think when you watch it in slow motion, it looks so bad. It's, it's disgusting when it was live action. I was like, Ooh, that might've been early. No flag. You know what? I wasn't like agreed, but when you watch it in the in the angle the refs had on it, they were staring at it from both sides. Yeah. Like,
1: I don't know how they missed
2: it. I think live
1: it was like, oh, that was early, right? And then usually in my head I'm like, I'm like waiting for the replay. So I, I saw it. I was like, oh shit! And then they come back to the field with no flag. And I was like, oh my god, this is it. Like, this is a uh, this is a uh, what's that one baseball ref? You know
2: what? Who cares? <laughs> Jim <Go> Joyce. <laughs> Oh Joyce, yes. Oh, Armando Jim
0: Galarraga.
2: Joyce, no. Yeah, see, everyone tries to remember Jim Joyce. No one tries to remember the pitcher's name who threw it. Galarraga? Armando Galarraga, baby. Yeah. I re- I try to remember him because I think he got a car for that. Yeah, he, so. he got he got like a brand new truck.
1: <laughs> Good for him. All right, moving on. Um, hey guys, I know he who should not be named uh, quotations parentheses Sam um, is dead and all, but let's can you guys talk about. Melo to the Bulls slash free agency and Wendell Carter being out for the year. Jake, go ahead.
2: Um, that sucks about Wendell Carter. He was looking not as good to like uh, after his hot start, everyone was like, oh, my God, this was we, we got to steal the draft at seven, two years in a row. But uh, he started to slow down a little bit. It really sucks that he's, he's hurt, and uh, the Mellow stuff was hilarious because the Bulls finally got their wish. They got Mellow in Chicago. They had Dwayne Wade in Chicago. Jerry Reinsdorf is such a fuck. I'm sorry. I love the man, but he loves getting guys who were good 10 years ago for the White Sox and the Bulls. It's unbelievable. I know Mellow isn't going to play for them at all, but it's just so hilarious how similarly these franchises are ran, you know? You, you
1: love Jerry Reinsdorf?
2: I do, because I love him as a person. He's such a great guy. He gives guys jobs for life. You know, like, I know that's, like, not good business, and it might hinder his teams, but that's a good person. You know, he's a good human being, giving guy. like, he's going to have, Joe Noah Noah's going to have a job in Chicago forever. You know, that's, a, and he deserves one. You know, I think that's really cool of him. That's why I love Jerry Reinsdorf, and because he likes the White Sox more than the Bulls. So I which I do too. So I, I'm a big fan of Jerry as a person. I know he's not the best sports owner, but he's no Jerry Jones.
1: True. Yeah, Battle of Jerry's right there. A celebrity death match, the new season.
2: Yeah. Um, I changed up this next question. This is from at Sam Conis. Um R.I.P. R.I.P. Tweeting from the Dead. Uh Zach Levine sub seemed to verbally subtweet at coach Jim Boylan recently. Talking about how they're now getting blown out by double digits with a better team and he doesn't know what's different. When clearly the only difference is the coaching. Colton, what's your take on this?
1: Love it. <laughs> I love it. If if Jim Boylan is like this like not like bully, but like the hard ass head coach that he like comes off to be and I and that I hear about, if it's if it's not working, like you could say, yeah, that's just how I am, but as a person who's like around stuff, You have to know how to adjust, and clearly he's not. So Adam Levine, people may think he's a diva because he's, like, the young guy. Adam
2: Adam Levine. This is a great show for
1: (laughs) (laughs) Zach Levine. Oh, my God. Well, anyway, if Adam Levine subtweeted him, that's even even more news. (laughs) I'm talking about the news that I wish we had. Yeah, Um, that would be way cooler. Sorry, I've been drinking this regular Coors banquet beer this whole time oh, tipsy folks this is my first one brewed with 100 rocky mountain water since 1873 this episode <laughs> is not brought to you by course
2: No, no um, free ad
1: but no i mean i like it zach levine's he's i don't know if you think he's a diva i don't care dude if you are an employee and your boss sucks and everything around your job sucks and everyone's like hey zach why do you suck so much every single day in the media Say yeah. something. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. I like that he came out and said something, too. And Jim Boylan absolutely blows. Did we ever talk about how he got extended? It was like a, it was like reworked where he got more money, but they could
1: buy him out for less.
2: Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Like, everyone freaked out. Like, oh, my God, they just signed him for next year. And I was like, actually, they didn't. You know, and then we figured out they didn't. But it was really fun to think, to watch all the Bulls fans flip out, thinking they extended Boylan for another season. That would have been hilarious,
1: but yeah. So if anyone thinks Zach is being a diva, then frick you, dude.
2: All right, Just frick you. yourself.
1: Jake, you got the next one, right?
2: Uh, yeah. Colton, uh, this is from at Todd Gurley on Instagram. We're just getting lazy now. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, I'm not good at this. This isn't my. This isn't my thing. But um. <laughs> Colton and Jake, I love the show. What'd you guys think of my jersey swap with the ref? Lol. Do you think I actually trolled anybody? Oh man, you did troll somebody. That's for sure. Mike Francesa
1: was trolled as freaking heck there. Todd, thanks for tweeting at us. Um, also, it's it's weird because every time I think of the word or the uh, name Todd, I I think of a dweeb. So the fact that he <laughs> is like the best running back in football is really funny to me. But
2: I played a Todd in my eighth grade play. So sick. My name is Todd Cool.
1: <laughs> that play, oh man, that is a Broadway production coming to a theater near you folks. I
2: think it was called American Idol, but like IDLE. So,
1: yeah, I was I was once um Aesop from Aesop's Fables, but it was <laughs> it was called Beep Bop with Aesop and I was I was the main character.
2: <laughs> that's legit, dude.
1: <laughs> I was like I was like fifth grade. I that's that's when my acting career peaked. <laughs> what were we talking about
2: again? <laughs> Todd Cool. <laughs> oh, yeah, Todd Cool and Todd Gurley. Uh, yeah, he posted a picture on Instagram with the jersey swap with the ref. I thought that was absolutely hilarious. And you can't be mad at the guy. I don't know. I mean, it kind of deflects the anger from, you know, Saints fans can no longer be mad at the Rams. It's just the refs. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely – I just thought out of that as
1: you said it. Like, that, I just realized, like, why he did that. That's funny, actually. Okay, yeah, I'm like, all no, in they, on this.
2: <laughs> yeah, I love it. I this love whole,
1: the movie. The whole time I was like, that's dumb. Like,
2: why is he doing it? But you just told me, and I finally – I'm so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I didn't really – yeah, I saw it on, like, Reddit or something that nobody can hate Todd Gurley now. Like, Saints fans love him. They're like, "Holy shit, this guy gets it, man. This guy knows what I'm feeling." Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> all right, next is from um I don't smoke weed because it's illegal in my state. Seriously, I'm not a cop either. 2222. Hey guys, what do you guys think that CBS said no to all medical marijuana commercials but still play um alcohol and uh junk food
2: ads? <laughs> I don't know. I think I mean, there's no there's I don't know. Pot ads seem a bit progress. It's not legal like in the government yet. So once that it's legal like federally, then you should start airing ads. You know, obviously we're very pro weed on this show. Pro weed, anti cancer, anti all the stuff that weed helps. You know, people who suffer from these diseases. Yeah, we are officially
1: anti cancer.
2: Thank you, Jake. Yes, and glaucoma. Very anti-glaucoma, too. Yeah, raise awareness. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'd like to see some weed commercials, though. I think they'd be hilarious. Yeah, I
1: think if you get, like, a good writer, you can you can write some good, um, yeah, because, like, get, like, Seth Rogen and Tommy Chong and, like, every popular weed smoker as, like, the first big
2: Super Bowl ad. That would be amazing. Gosh. But it's it would just be for medical, you said?
1: Yeah, I think so.
2: So I don't think you can really go all Tommy Chong and try to like pitch the medical side of it. You know what I mean? I think you
1: can. I mean, like you can like use it as like a joke.
2: Yeah, I think I think that would be good. Like you have Tommy Chong looking all stoned, and then you have some like mother of four driving her kids to soccer practice who has glaucoma and needs like CBD oil. That would be pretty cool, actually. Yeah, God, we, we should write a commercial, dude. Holy shit!
1: And a play. <laughs> we have experience. <laughs> <And play. laughs>
2: Uh, grade, respectively
1: all right next one is from at baseball lover fan 22 <laughs> 46 22 46 guys uh mlb hall of fame was officially announced tonight or yesterday for the uh listeners because i know that first guy mentioned how you guys record um <laughs> were there any snubs in your eyes and what are your thoughts on Mariano Rivera being the first unanimous hall of famer jake go ahead
2: Uh, my first takeaway was Edgar Martinez finally got in. Thank God. I loved Edgar Martinez. He was the best hitter in the MLB video games when I was a kid. And I would have him on my team every single time he was getting snubbed because he was a DH, even though Frank Thomas was definitely a DH, but we just pretend he played first base a lot. Just let the man in the hall of fame. He's finally in his numbers are ridiculous. And, uh, I'm fine. I'm and once he gets in, I think it's gonna open up the floodgates for more guys because you know he was a DH, so
1: yeah, yeah, he's in. David Ortiz will get in, and it's just gonna keep flowing in like for every exactly. good DH. Career
2: 933 OPS that's, 312 average, 515 slugging. That's insane. That's pretty dang good. Hit 350 one year, 356 one year. That's insane. For, and that same year, he hit uh, 29 homers and 52 doubles.
1: So my, my biggest thing is I do agree that Mariano Rivera should be unanimous Hall of Famer. He is the, he's like one of the most no-doubt people. But I get so – this is so annoying and this is so Yankees that they're going to be like, we're the most prestigious franchise and now we had the first unanimous Hall of Famer. When Ken Griffey Jr., or Greg Maddox were not unanimous. That is so annoying to me. Jim
2: Griffey not being unanimous. Or Greg yes, Maddox. Yeah, people are mad. Yeah, well, Greg Maddox isn't the best to ever do it at his position. You know what I mean? At his position. That's yeah, why I think the Greg Maddox argument isn't quite there. I also, you know, Babe Ruth wasn't fucking unanimous, apparently. What? Like, like. Yeah, what the hell was that? <laughs> yeah, it's like Lou Gehrig, Babe Ruth, Joe DiMaggio, these guys. Like fuck you Yankees fans, you you're you're really cucking your own, you know, your own players by being the first ever. You know, it's all Yankees you think of when you're like, oh, who should else should be unanimous? A bunch of Yankees probably, but um I I like it because he's the best at his position to ever do it. You know, it, it's not, you know, Greg Maddox, who is one of the best pitchers of all time, but he's not, you know, hands down the greatest. So I can see that I, I Ken Griffey absolutely should have been unanimous. They all there should be a lot of unanimous people actually, but yeah, there are so many
1: like people writers like,
2: like to be cunts,
1: people like, Oh God, <laughs> people <laughs> like that. Like Greg Maddox and Griffey, somebody like a stupid writer looked at the ballot and said, Oh, he doesn't deserve to be one. But like Carl Everett does Carl Everett gets votes or he did when he was on.
2: Yeah. How fucking stupid is that, dude? Uh, uh, so, uh, I'd also like to point out: once David Ortiz, if David Ortiz gets in, and Barry Bonds doesn't, there's a problem. <laughs> you know, like Barry Bonds needs to be in the Hall of Fame. Period. Yes, and so does Roger Clemens. Yes, and and Sammy Sosa. <clears throat> All
1: right. Anyway, moving on.
2: <laughs> yeah, he does.
1: Last one I mean, is from at gritty NHL guys. Yeah. Did you see that I was packing for my big All Star trip? Do you, do you think I missed anything from my list? Jake, did you see this list?
2: I did not. Let me hear it.
1: This is what Gritty, the uh, mascot for the Philadelphia Flyers, tweeted out on his official account. Uh, things, uh, Trying to keep it to my, to my essentials. Skimboard, Swimmies, Tanning Oil, Aloe Plant, my jersey, my underwear, the good pair, uh, face masks and beard essentials, ice skates, AirPods, hashtag ad. Rope, change purse, rash guard, my world atlas, shark repellent, breathe right strips, a good attitude. Reminders, download the movie Trolls and the Fire documentary on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> call Hotel Crest, call Hotel Request, adjoining room with Claude, and get money from the ATM so I have no paper trail and set my away message to my family saying I love them. That's <laughs> He's a
2: mascot for children. <laughs> that's so that's that family message that, that last thing that, that got really dark at the end there yeah <laughs> at first yeah. it was like oh, oh download the movie trolls and it was like tell everyone i'm dead you know like holy shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: so that i thought that was pretty funny so shout shout out to gritty
2: <laughs> yeah mascots can be cool they usually suck but they can be cool
1: all right uh jake i think that's all we have for listener questions do you, do you have any more
2: no, that was awesome. Thank you, listeners, for always providing questions. It's so convenient it's of you so guys. so convenient
1: it's and real. It's super saved real.
2: Save us a lot of time that we don't have exactly. to think of anything. Exactly. We just we're, have so many loyal fans. We're so busy. All right.
1: <laughs> uh, we haven't done this
2: segment in a while. This is just hypotheticals.
1: Jake. Fun. Um, this is This is our last segment. We have four hypotheticals here, and we need answers, and our fans need to hear them. Number one, what is the biggest animal that you can – um, kill in hand-to-hand combat. So, like, a fight to the death. No weapons.
2: Oh, no weapons at all? Like, not even, like, rocks on the ground?
1: Okay, yeah. So, so say... Uh, yeah, so, like, rocks and trees and stuff. If, if you think that you can get to it before the animal gets you.
2: Yeah. Um, and is this animal, like, it wants to kill me, or what?
1: Yeah, you guys both know that the only way that this ends is the other person has to die.
2: Okay, because I was gonna say I could probably like sneak up on like a giraffe or something, but no, if they know if they know I'm attacking, they'll fuck me up right right quick. I was thinking panda, you know they're pretty slow, <laughs> they look real lazy, and they're big, but, yeah, but like
1: panda's got some massive
2: claws. It's still a bear, dude. Bears will fuck you up any day of the week. <sighs> I don't know what's your answer, Colton. I'm thinking. Okay, I was thinking giraffe. Hmm. It's intimidating.
1: It's, inti- it's super tall, and it's, like, really intimidating. But I think if you can avoid its hooves and take it down.
2: They do that neck whip thing, though. Have oh, you seen yeah. them whip
1: their cheeks at each other, man? That's scary. That is super. Yeah, okay. I'm not gonna. Last time I was at the zoo was, like, two years ago, and I saw a giraffe, and it took my breath away. It was so scary. It was so big. Oh, my God.
2: Yeah, being in an arena with a giraffe would be about the worst thing ever. I'm going to go sloth. Huh. Yeah, I
1: I think you could definitely kill a sloth. <laughs> Just go and punch it in the face, so, and then it falls. <laughs> and then and then you and then you and then my my ground grappling technique
2: takes over. Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, that, I mean, I'm like Conor McGregor, like a bigger animal than a sloth to try to kill. It's tough because I was thinking like a, a a giant like reptile, you know, like could a Komodo dragon really kill me? I don't think it could. It's it's so you- low to the ground. What do you think you have a chance against better? A kimono dragon or an alligator? I think a kimono dragon, but I think an alligator, I think that's one I could take down. Yeah, You know, I've seen people do it so often in, like, movies. I've kind of learned the strategy. If you run a TV show. I know they can't run zigzag. Yes, and I've seen in TV shows people just jump in the water and wrestle them on, like, the Discovery Channel. Yeah, I watched that one documentary,
1: um, Happy Gilmore, and Adam Sandler's character killed a crocodile or an yeah alligator.
2: but he also he, he ended up you know that crocodile did kill his trainer r.i.p the chubs he, he took his hand and then scared him out of a window so he finally finished the job true not Yeah.
1: but yeah so i think i think of those two i'll take an alligator i'll take my chances against an alligator over a, a kimono dragon because
2: i don't even know what a kimono dragon can do oh
1: watch can planet earth. earth watch planet <laughs> earth it is awesome so, yeah, okay. watch
2: those and it has all your answers. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. I mean, can they just answer me this? Can it breathe fire? I think if it gets really oh. mad. <laughs> gotcha. I'm yeah. just going to go with yes all the time. Or if,
1: right. it eats like, right. if, it, if it eats like uh, something spicy. <laughs> all right, got it. All right. <laughs> Next question Who do you think wins in a fight to the death? Two bear parents protecting their cubs or 1,000
2: chickens? Whew. Now, this is a great question.
1: <laughs> this
2: is. is where we separate the men from the boys. Mm-hmm. Let's not forget, chickens have talons that are sharp. You know, I'm not talking about chickens that are bred in a factory so you can stuff your fat face with chicken nuggets. I'm talking wild chickens with talons that can sort of fly a little bit. And I am a known... Bear enthusiast. I think they're very strong animals. <laughs> who's ever who's ever known that you're a bear enthusiast? <laughs> Everyone knows I'm a bear enthusiast. I talk, I, anytime people ask a, like, who would win in a fight between a bear and blank, I always pick the bear. People are like, oh, a tiger. It's so fast. Bear, dude. It's a bear. Well, what about now? Ah, I think I'm going to go because they're protecting their children. I think they would just, you know... They would get so cut up, they'd be bleeding like from their eyes and their ar like they'd be fucked up. But they wouldn't stop killing these chickens until it was over. You know?
1: Yeah. You think it's like when like mothers raise cars to like save their children?
2: Yeah, I think they save their children, but at least one of them die of like bleeding out because of poor medical care and no free medical care in the wild. So
1: yeah, yeah. Trump, (laughs) came to you. (laughs) Yeah,
2: Canadian bears are getting. Free health free care
1: healthcare after all <laughs> after all their cockfights. <laughs> yeah. Cockfights,
2: exactly. What's your take on this one?
1: I'm going with the chickens based on pure <laughs> numbers. I think five so 500 chickens to a bear, like that's a
2: lot of fucking chickens. Think I about know. that.
1: That's so many because in my head I'm picturing it being like a civil war where they're in like a field, and it's like each person running at each other. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. It's like if it was like rounds, if it was like they each had to do um, 50 rounds of 10.
2: Yeah. Then just I'm get like,
1: Yeah, I think, I think like all it would take is to like get the eyes out is like pluck the eyes out of the bear. And mm-hmm. then they're just like freelance swinging, but you're still going like, to like miss some stuff. You know what I mean?
3: Yes.
2: Yes. So
1: I'm going, I'm going chickens.
2: I like that take. I like that take.
1: All right. Who wins in a fight to the death? Lions or gorillas? One lion versus
2: one gorilla. I'm going to start this off by saying, why aren't there any teams, professional sports teams, named the gorillas?
1: That's a really good answer. Or <laughs>
2: question. Yeah, I mean, there's, so, there's lions, there's bears, there's you know, there's no gorillas. You that's know, a, gorillas that's a really
1: strong
2: Animal. mascot. Yeah, I would love for my team to be named the gorillas. Like What cause, what, cause, what so I'm team take should take the gorillas? What football team should change to the Gorillas? The Tennessee Titans.
1: (laughs) No, I think Titans are kind of cool. Yeah, I guess. Uh, Who else? If they, like, actually fought or, like, played up the Titan role. They don't, like, play up the Titan role. True. Um, The Redskins, obviously. (laughs) Holy – the Washington Gorillas is awesome. Okay.
2: That is so much cooler than Redskins. Oh, hell
1: (laughs) yes. Okay, I'm all in on that. That's cool. <laughs> dope, dope. All right, back to the question.
2: I'm taking the gorilla too, mostly because I'm pretty pumped up about our Washington gorilla franchise. Me too. Yeah. But, uh... This is yeah, this is way more for
1: a, for a pub than like an actual <laughs> answer. The uh, publicity yep. is going to be off the charts. Absolutely, gorilla. All right. Final hypothetical fight to the death continues with me and Jake on a team against Manny Pacquiao. <laughs> Uh, Manny, so so Jake how tall are you? 63. Jake is 63. Uh, 220. Yeah. Uh, I am I'm about 6 foot 180. Let's see Manny Pacquiao's size. As I'm googling it Jake, you can say something right now.
2: Well, we're definitely going to have size on Pacquiao, but 55 uh, five,
1: 146.
2: <laughs> the fact that this is uh I don't know. I think this would be a pretty fun fight. Yeah, not fun for us. It would be awful. I think we put up a little bit of a fight here. I know Manny Pacquiao would just freak us out with electric speed. But, you know, if one of us gets our arms on him, then we can both just jump on top of him, you know? Yeah. I th- we, we have to play, like, the long game and be like, okay, he's going to punch us in the face, like, a lot. We just have to stand our ground and, like, try to trip him. It's you like think, when people fight the Flash. You think the
1: long game? I, I don't know if long – because he has so much stamina. You know what I mean?
2: I don't have no, that I, much stamina. I'm, talking I'm about, useless like, after like three minutes. I'm talking about patience and then get him to the ground. Like, we're not running around. By long game, I mean save our energy okay. until the right moment because yeah. we are very out of shape. I, th- so, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think we get one chance at it, to be honest. We pretty much let him punch us a lot, and we're just like, okay, got to catch him once, you know, just catch him once. and then So I think we have a 50% chance of beating Pacquiao. We have so much weight on him so much weight.
1: Holy balls. Um yeah, he's 55146. Five, 146,
2: Jake. So we have about 260 pounds on
1: him. <laughs> oh my. And 55 five is the size of my coffee table. <laughs> back to
2: the coffee table. <laughs> Classic reference. People love
1: a good call. That's what we call a callback in, in in the piss folks. <laughs> <laughs> little peek behind the curtain of what happens.
2: <laughs> oh, that was sick. Thanks, but man. I I, th- I think we'd put up a fight, you know. But, like, put so put up a fight. I wouldn't is, put money on us. Is it, so is that a, you're saying we're going to lose? <laughs> I'd say if you were making odds, it would be, like, plus 110, you know. It would be real close. You're not making much money off this fight.
1: Oh, man, that, that would be tough. Who do you think has a better chance? So, like, say say he fights you a lot and he gets tired but he kills you. Do you mm-hmm. think if my and then I come in after you? Do you think yeah. do you think me fully like full energy and stretched out cuz I have to stretch?
2: <laughs> yes.
1: Against a tired Pacquiao, you think you think I can take him?
2: Um well, I'd first like to say I don't think you'd be that tired after killing me. So, sure. I think I don't think I can take up that much energy, you know? You but you have like a foot on him. That's so yeah. I know, but he's just flying around me. I might land like one accidental elbow where I'm turning around and I just accidentally elbow him in the eye he's like, ah you know. <laughs> ow. <laughs> Yo, where, where ow are that, you? that kind of hurt. Yeah, I bump into him basically. So I don't know. I don't I, I think if you got to fight him right after like he just had a fight and he beat some guy's ass. If you got if we both got to fight him right after that, like so right after he got done in an actual boxing yeah, match like him, him, him versus he mayweather him. he walks off that off
1: that stage and walks right into the locker room with a death with a death fight with us too <laughs> yeah
2: exactly i think then after killing me he might be tired enough for you to take him down
1: okay, okay. <laughs> all right that's cool that's that's better than i was thinking in my head so thanks that was, that was really <laughs> nice of you
2: you're welcome here we go all
1: right that's it for hypotheticals great segment jake um <laughs> excellent <laughs> <laughs> uh and that's and we're coming towards the end, so any any movies
2: or shows, anything. Uh I watched Unbreakable, which is an old movie with uh Bruce Willis. It's the one have you if you've seen have you seen the movie Split? Yeah, it's the prequel to Glass, right? Yes, it's the first one. I, I've never seen Unbreakable with Bruce Willis. I heard it was pretty good. It was good. Um I'm excited to see Glass, which they had Sam L. Jackson to this mix. Uh, it's getting mixed reviews right now. Not too great, but I loved split so much that I have to watch the trio. Cause uh, what's his name? What's his name? Uh, McAvoy or whatever. Yeah. James. McAvoy. So good. So good. Yeah. Um, hang Keep talking. I have to sneeze. Um, one thing <laughs> I saw a preview for a movie that I, it's called the kid who would be king. This looks like the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. It's about a kid who becomes King Arthur and literally he's like 11 and he has like knight's armor on and is fighting people. Fuck that movie. <laughs> it's going to be terrible.
1: Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Um uh I watched the Fire Festival documentary on Netflix. And there How are trendy. two of them. What?
2: How trendy of you.
1: I'm so trendy. I'm so hip.
3: <laughs>
1: that- but so, I do remember this happening, and I, I remember that, like, everyone got screwed, but I did not realize how much money was involved, and it's crazy that this even happened. Yeah. So, it was, it's a, a pretty good doc, you know? See, us, us hippie people, we call them docs, whatever.
2: Docs, it, whatever. No biggie.
1: No, hey, big whoop. I don't care, big whoop. You watched
2: two. You watched two documentary. two docs. Did I? Yeah, the Hulu and the Netflix, right?
1: No, I, I don't have Hulu. I'm, I'm poor. Oh,
2: you're poor. Yeah, if right.
1: anybody wants to tweet at me, at Colton St. Vincent, and give me your Hulu login info, that'd be really cool, yeah. <laughs>
2: that'd be really cool of you. Yeah, serious.
1: super millennial to, like, share an account, but... Oh, I watched um, If Beale Street Could Talk. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'd give it, like, an 85. It's uh-huh. It sucks, because the whole time he's just getting screwed. And, <laughs> spoiler alert, it ends with him getting screwed. Like, it's just super... Like, I judge movies on how good they are when I come to like my Oscar predictions, but when it comes to how much
2: I like them, give me a good ending. You know, I'm a sucker. Yeah, Yeah. for sure, for sure. Have you seen Annihilation? No. It's on Netflix. It's a Natalie Portman one. People love it. I honestly thought it was boring as hell. Like, I I get why people like it, and the ending, like you said, it did give us a good ending. I actually really enjoyed it, but the first hour, maybe hour 15 was the most boring bullshit I've ever seen. Like, get the movie going. You lost me in the first hour when it was just some mopey Natalie Portman walking around meeting other boring-ass characters. <laughs> meeting other
1: Natalie Portmans.
2: Yeah, it was a really weird movie. But uh, I, a lot of people like it. I actually do not. So everyone else is wrong.
1: Hell yeah, hell yeah. Um, Oscar uh, Noms came out today. <laughs> And um, Rockford Documentary Minding the Gap is nominated for a documentary feature. How cool is that? That's so fucking badass. That is so cool. So shout out to them. Um, Best picture, we have eight this year, Jake. We have eight. We have Black Panther, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite, Green
2: Book, Roma, and Vice.
1: And A Star is Born.
2: I'd like to say as the resident superhero movie fan here. Black Panther is so overrated, it's disgusting. Like, I know it's a South Park joke. No, it's not that good of a movie. It's pretty good. It's, like, as good as Doctor Strange or, like, I don't know, uh, Thor 1. It's it's a mediocre Marvel movie, and it's such a joke that it's for, for best picture. Are you kidding best me? Picture. That is such a joke. Bohemian, like,
1: Bohemian Rhapsody isn't good. Like, kind of at all. It's just like, oh, this is what happened, sort of. And it's kind of entertaining.
2: Yeah, I haven't seen it. I'm, I'm sure I'll love it because I just love Queen's music so much. And you can get me involved in it. But I'm sure it's not worthy. But It won Best here's... Picture at the Globes. I know. I was like, that that's weird. Like, I hadn't seen it. But I was like,
1: that seems it had, awful. It had like a 61 on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Think about yeah. that.
2: That's yeah, way to go, Academy. So... I mean, Black Panther... I, I don't get it. Black Panther, I and- Black Panther. should not be you. 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 You don't even. Shouldn't even have to. Because I know you like to watch all the Oscar nomination Every movies. Year. Man, you're just gonna. You're, you'll be fine with Black Panther. It's fun. It's got some cool music. Michael B. Jordan is a good villain. But it's. You could watch any Marvel movie and get the same. It's as good as Ant Man and Ant Man Two. And nobody likes those movies. So it's it's mind-boggling like i get it's gotten enough recognition it made like a billion dollars we can move on from black panther advent uh what what is it avengers the new one infinity war was so much better it's disgusting that should be nominated for best picture that was 10 years of movies coming together into one super movie that was the best of all 10 years of all 18 movies it was the best one by far Everyone will say that. That one should have been nominated, so I'm pissed about that.
1: Hell yeah. All right. Preach. Preach, son. Preach. All right. <laughs> Super
2: you're well, a movie nerd, so.
1: Well, I'm going to uh, watch all these. The only one I have seen so far is A Star is Born. I liked it a lot.
2: So good. I know you cried.
1: I <laughs> was spoiled for me before the movie.
2: Oh, God. I don't know what happened. I mean, I didn't know what happened at all going in, so.
1: I'm so jealous. I didn't even watch a trailer for it. I just knew who was in it. I knew what it was about, and I wanted to see it. And then I was talking to my friend, and I was like, "Yeah, me and me and my girlfriend are uh, are going tomorrow." And she was like, "Oh well, isn't it crazy how this happens?" And I was like, "What the <laughs> f- what?" <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> I'm, st- I'm still I'm still mad about it. This is like <laughs> two months ago, so <clears throat> so yeah, I will I will watch all this before that before it happens, and I'll give you a rundown, Jake. How about that?
2: That sounds great.
1: All right. Well. The episode is coming to an end. Episode 75. Final thoughts, Jake.
2: Oh, man. Final thought. I I don't know. Uh, we, me and Colton, right before, the energy might have been low. We both lost in 2K right before. I'd like to point out, Colton lost by 30 right before we got on. <laughs> so was, if he's not, if you was, saw some lack of energy.
1: It was 18.
2: It was thirty at like halftime, so he it was a thirty at halftime. So that shows my fighting spirit. Yeah, you did not give up. So uh, that those are the kind of people you listen to, podcast listeners. Yeah. we don't give up. We don't. We can be down fifty in two k. We're not giving up. Nope, we're losers.
1: I've been <laughs> I've been stuck at a part in Kingdom Hearts two, a game made for children that will, that came out thirteen years ago. I've been stuck in <laughs> a part for about twelve days. You think I'm going to give up? No. Why? Because I'm a loser. And that is why.
2: A game made for children 13 years ago. <laughs> Stuck on it for 12 days. That's hilarious.
1: I was on the phone last night, like, bitching about it. And I was just staring at the pause screen. And the pause screen has the main character, Sora, and his two companions, Donald Duck and Goofy, just walking in place. And I was like, this fucking smug grin on Donald Duck. Man, I'm going <laughs> to kick this dude's ass.
2: <laughs> Fucking asshole. Are, are you pumped for the new Kingdom Hearts coming
1: out? That's why I'm playing them right now. I'm playing all the old games right now, and I don't think I'll ever finish this, so why even buy the new Kingdom Hearts? <laughs>
2: That's a good point. Oh God, I suck. I thought, isn't, like, Frozen in the new one and stuff? Frozen,
1: Toy Story, Big Hero 6, Tangled. Oh, dude, it looks awesome.
2: That looks so dope. So Dope.
1: Yeah, yeah I am. Uh, I am super pumped, and... My final thought is shout out to mining the gap. That's like, we just talked about it. That's so cool. Like, yes, <laughs> it, it's literally just a documentary of kids and their journey, skateboarding in Rockford. And now they're getting invited to the fricking Oscars. That's awesome. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, Co final thought is I will become a YouTube star by the time I die. Fact. All right. Fact. Uh, well, thanks for listening to uh, live from the eight one five. Thank you to Brandon Perna from That's Good Sports on YouTube. Um, Thank you for listening on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Podbean. We are now on iHeartRadio. We're on a whole bunch of stuff, Jake. I looked it up the other day. We're on a buttload of stuff. A buttload of stuff, hell yeah. Heck yeah. All right, so thanks for listening. RIP to Sam, and I, I love you all.
2: Peace.
0: Quick stop, midnight, T-top, Jack in her cherry coke town Mama and daddy put their roots right here Cause this is where the car broke down dog school bus, kicking up red bus kicking us up by barbed wire fence MTV on the RCA, no AC in the vents We were Jesus, save me, blue jean baby Born in the USA Trailer park, truck stop, fade a little map, dots New York to LA. We work teenage dreaming, front seat leanin', baby come give me a kiss. Put me on the cover of the Roller Stone, uptown, down home, American kids. Growing up in little pink houses, making out on living room couches, blowing that smoke on Saturday night. A little messed up, but we're all alright. Try not to get caught. Take her home and give her your jacket. Making it to second base by saying you went all the way Monday afternoon at practice. Sister's got a boyfriend. Daddy doesn't lie. Now he's sitting out back 30 30 in his lap in the Blue Bucks afterlife. We were Jesus, Sammy, Blue Jean baby, born in the USA. Trailer park truck stopped. Messed up